Welcome to this week's episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I'm your host, Lisa Drennan, author of Forgiving the Girl Inside, Finding Balance, Freedom, and Fun in Your Life. Be sure to download your free ebook at lisadrennan.com. Welcome to this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. Today, we have Rebecca Kohler with us. She is a business strategist, and she is going to be sharing her healing journey, her inner fears with all of you. And the journey is beautiful, and it's all we're all on a healing journey. There's things that we have from our past that keep us stuck in pain, that don't allow us to move forward to live out our purpose. And when we're stuck, we need to get unstuck. And a lot of times we don't know the way. We get lost because we keep reliving the past. And if that resonates with you and you're ready to move forward and open a different door, take a different route, to begin your healing journey, Community is the best way to connect. So in the description, you're going to find links to connect with myself, Lisa Drennan, Energetic Mindset Mentor, or with Rebecca, Business Strategist. Once you hear her story, you'll know if it's a if you resonate with her, you can connect with her. Just link those, um, check those the description for those links. And if you know anyone who would benefit from this podcast, or if you're watching this across social media, please tag them, share this with them and would love for you to subscribe. So thank you, Rebecca, for being here. Tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get started? Um, What was your darkest moment before you got to where you are today? I mean, I'm really excited to be here. And uh, I am my, like my darkest moment was about 10 or more than 10 years ago when I was still a teenager and um, a warning, I'm very transparent. Um, The darkest moment was when I was 14 years old and I tried to kill myself. Mm. And so this was the very darkest moment. And through my whole teenage years, I thought I don't want to be 20. I never wanted to get, get older than 20 because I knew when I get to 20, worse things are going to happen like how if I don't even get through teenagehood how can I go through adulthood like how is this possible for me how can I study in a university and not trying to cry every day and to like stay in bed and um, how can I have a job if I'm so depressed as I was in this situation so I would say my whole teenage years were my darkest moment, but the very darkest at 14 years old when I tried to kill myself. Um, as you can hear, it didn't succeed. And now I'm really happy about this because I healed, mostly healed from, from the trauma and from this whole time that I had to endure during my teenagehood. Uh, well, I'm glad that you chose healing and the journey to live and to be here to share your story with all of us. What, um, what can you tell us a little bit about what was going on? Like why you got so into that point 
Actually, I have to say, for some parts, I still don't know what happened. Um, so my parents divorced when I was about 12 years old. And up to this day, I can hardly remember anything from when I was born to my 12th year. There is a black hole in my memory, and I have no clue what kind of trauma I am um, suppressing. So something happened, and I still don't know what, but something started this, and all has to do something with the divorce. Um, and one thing is that my father moved out, and I never got along with my mother. It was very painful for me. I was afraid of her. And um, she was looking down to me. Uh, I can't even describe. But when I tell friends of mine what my mother did, like they all tell to say she's a psychopath um, in some way or another. So she's really not a good mother. And... I had to stay there. And the problem is that I am not someone who just follows. I am rebelling against some, just some things that I, I, I'm told I have to do without any reasoning. And my mother was just telling me, do this, that, and this. And I couldn't give in. This is not my personality. So I was constantly like crashing against her and she was the person in power. And I was so afraid being at home. And I'm a person who is constantly in her room because I'm not a person who socializes and who goes out. So I was stuck at home. And my mother was constantly home because she wasn't working. So all day long, I was in a place where I was afraid. Uh, whenever she got upstairs, um, I was running through the bathroom in the bathroom because it was the only room that. I could lock because I was mm. so afraid that I don't even know anymore why I was so afraid, but I was, it was so scary. And uh, my sister always told me that just give in, just list, like follow her and just do what she says and everything will get better. But this is not something I can do or I, I will ever do. So like this, my belief system and my values that I didn't know were my values at this time. Um, this crushed or crashed against my mother, who was the person in power. And like this mental state I was in, this was causing the depression. And I was feeling like I didn't belong anywhere because if I didn't belong to my family, how can I belong somewhere else? And I was constantly told that I'm not good at socializing so I wasn't making any friends I was always afraid that I was saying something wrong and pushing those friends away that I have and um, so I was told a lot of lies a lot of beliefs about me that I then adapted and uh, I just believed that I'm not worthy to live Oh, I'm so sorry you had to go through all that. That that's crushing. My my heart's heavy listening to that and to overcome that. That's wow. Um, what was the pivotal point that changed your circumstances? Um, there was the first step was when I moved out for studying, um, and I like my my first or my only. The only thing I was looking for was as far away as possible. 
And this was kind of running away. Um, so it didn't work as good as I had hoped, but it worked a bit because I wasn't staying at home anymore. I was, uh, so for Germany, this is kind of far away, five hours um, by car. Um, this is um, through the whole country already. So it's quite far away. And I rarely ever visited um, my home place in those three years where I studied, maybe two times. And I never really called. So this was already something where I healed because I wasn't in this constant um, contact with my mother and having all this pressure um, upon me. But um, I was still very depressed. And then also I wasn't, I had a, I have been working with an awesome company, but I didn't enjoy like working 40 hours a week and I was so exhausted all the time so I couldn't really heal because I was constantly doing something for someone else and then my the really big pivotal point was when I released uh, realized my life dream that I had I wanted to go to Japan since I was very young I guess I think it's also around 14 years old or 13. And I've tried so many times. And looking back, I know like they couldn't work what I had attempted. But people were always talking me down, especially, again, my mother telling me, I can't do this, I can't do that, and I shouldn't even try. But finally, after I graduated, I realized this. So I flew to Japan. And without any plans, I booked the flight even half a year before my graduation. And I didn't know if I would graduate or not. I had to hope for the best. And I just did it. I just did what I really wanted to do, no matter what others told me. And this was just, I don't know where this came from. But this dream of going to Japan was so strong that I just had to do this. And I know I had to do this after graduation because if I then got into working in a normal company, then I would say, oh, okay, I can do this in five years or in 10 years or someday later because I wanted to stay there for a full year, not only a month. Um, so, and then I, I was there and I realized I can do things even though others tell me I can't. And... My, my whole journey of self-development started there. Um, I have gained a lot of friends there because they didn't know my past. And I even, actually, I even changed my name because I have two first names um, or names I'm called by. And the one, the other one that doesn't align with me, it, I never felt like this name. And, but this, this was the name I was called my whole life until I use the other one when I moved to Japan and now I'm Rebecca and Rebecca fits so much better I feel much more aligned with who I am and I discovered who I am in Japan by teaching by socializing with, with others and by exploring the country by living for myself in the country that I really enjoy to live a life that I enjoy and I found myself worse living in Japan and um Something else I want to add, like this was this whole journey started everything, but a lot of the change was also in my mindset. And I know that it wouldn't work for most people, but it's worth a try 
decide to not be like this anymore. I decided mm -hmm. that I don't want to kill myself anymore. I don't know when, but I did this. I decided to not harm myself anymore because like my arms are still scarred. Um, but I decided I don't want to do this. And in Japan, there, I had a depressive period and I wanted to hurt myself. And I remembered, no, you decided that you didn't want to. And at this time, it was a valid um, decision. And I'm a decision maker. I don't remember reasons why I make a decision. I only um, remember the end result of my decision. And so this was really powerful for me to remember that I have decided for valid reasons that I don't want to do this anymore. And this gave me the power to not hurt myself. And then I realized, okay, I don't need to hurt myself. And um, this was a constant improvement of things. I remember that I decided I want to have a happy life. I want to enjoy my life. I want to explore um, cultures and countries. I want to do this. I want to eventually have my own business. And this is what powers me and what energizes me and what also builds up this bubble of positivity that I have around me, that I constantly have around me because I'm still not completely here. There are still yeah. problems that I have. So I focus on being optimistic because I really, really want to be this optimistic person that creates impact because of the things that I believe and that I share with the people around me. Yeah, absolutely. Mindset is so powerful. And when you, you know, in all the, all the interviews, all the stories I hear, um, and even in my own story, it's a matter of the heart because it's a matter of the mind and the heart coming together and making that decision and saying, this is what I want. This is what I don't want. And just really connecting with your inner child and knowing, you know, who you are, what your purpose is, you know, what's your why, and then making a decision to go forward. So if you could give advice to somebody that has a similar story, what advice would you give them? Um, so for once, cutting away toxic people. People say, I, and I don't know what the exact phrase is in English. It might help me out. Um, but blood is thicker than, this is the original phrase. I don't know what it is exactly. But no, blood is not thicker than friendships that you build um, on, on your way, on your healing journey, or a partner that is really supportive. Blood is not thicker because you couldn't decide who you were connected with when you were born. You couldn't decide this. So if those people are toxic and not helping, not supporting you, you can freely cut them out. I have no contact to any of my family members because like most of them are either toxic or I don't have a really connect real connection because of my loss of memory or I don't want to bring them in a situation where they have to stand between my toxic family members and me. So this is why I cut all ties and this is what I would recommend, to cut ties with toxic people people and never look back because they are not worse uh, worthy to have you like I don't know how to phrase this but they you don't owe them anything even if they are your right. parents you don't owe them anything and you are worthy to live a happy life so and if there are people who make you unhappy cut them out and the other thing is if you 
have already realized that you, that you are in a state that you don't like yourself. For example, depression. Because this is also for some people hard to realize that they are depressed, if you already realize this. And for example, if you don't like your personality, I didn't like my personality. I, I hated the person I was. Like if I still look back on personality tests, I hated the results. I didn't want to be that kind of person. And this is a really good sign that you have to change something from, from your inner um, side, from your heart, from your mindset. And you have to envision the person you want to become. If you want to become a thought leader, envision what does a thought leader look like if you want to become the best mother or father on earth envision what what it makes to to be the best father or mother whatever your vision is envision this and plan out like what you can do what you can change easily how you act with people how you think about yourself what you tell yourself and consider limiting beliefs that you are telling yourself. But the most important thing is that you always have in mind who you want to become and not who you have been or who you mm -hmm. currently are. Always focus on who you want to become and what service you want to give to the people around you, how mm -hmm. you want to be of service, because I think this gives the greatest pleasure to help other people out. Yeah, that's beautiful. That's awesome advice. Thank you so much for sharing your story and I'm for just showing our audience that there is a better way. There is an, a different way. And regardless of your family members, the toxic relationships that you, you know, don't have any control over, you can make different choices, you know, once you are able to, to make that, that control. So again, if you are um, listening to this, and you know somebody who can benefit from it, who needs to connect with Rebecca, please share this with them. Um, tag them, share the video, post it on your wall, whatever it is you need to do so that they can connect with her and make different decisions, get that different mindset. And always remember, it's a matter of the heart. That's true. So really, if you, if you need support in your journey, in your healing journey, and you have a similar problem that I have had, and you really feel connected to this, then reach out to me. I want to support people who go through like the, the horror I have gone through, and I want to make it easier for everyone uh, who wants to make the change, who wants to become a better person, a person who values freedom, freedom of themselves to, to express themselves how they really are inside of themselves and not what other people tell them and what they started to believe. So if this connect connected with you, then connect with me. I'm always open to that. And actually I enjoy this a lot. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate, you know, and uh, to connect with Rebecca, we're going to have, you can get connect with her on Instagram and you can DM her, reach out to her, um, so please don't hesitate. You're not alone. You need accountability. You need someone to talk to. Rebecca is your girl. Instagram, links in the description, direct message her. All that information will be in the description. And thank you so much for being here. Remember, we're all on a daily healing journey. It's a matter of choice to heal. You need to process and grieve. You need to connect with your heart. 
Forgiving the girl inside is a matter of the heart. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Forgiving the Girl Inside, A Matter of the Heart. I am so glad that you are here today and love your support and your encouragement. Please comment. Let me know what resonated the most with you from today's special guest. And if you'd like to learn more about my signature program, SOAR, Seeking Our Authentic Route to Our Highest Potential, I would love to connect with you to see if it's a good fit. In SOAR, I help Christian female entrepreneurs authentically align their passion with their purpose to connect with their soulmate client confidently and be able to scale or launch to six figures. Have you pictured yourself as a six-figure entrepreneur? If not, I can help you live your dream instead of chasing it. Visit me at lisadrennan.com or send me an email and let's connect. Let's see if it's a good fit for you. Thank you again for joining today. I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast, provide a review, and if you know anyone that this message would resonate with, please share it.